This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. What is going on, guys? This is Steven from Headlock Talk. We've got some exciting news for you. Woo! Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, and us have come to an agreement to bring our sponsorship to the next level. We finally have a Headlock Talk promo code for naturallyhemp's.com. Use code HLT10 to get 10% off your entire order. And by the way, the code does not expire. Fantastic news, Steven. Yes, I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for uh, sleep aid, for muscle pain, recover when I come back from the gym. And I love the lotions and balms for my hands in the summertime and wintertime when my hands get all chapped and cracked. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. It's really good stuff. And by the way, the fun does not stop there. We are now partnered with some affiliate companies as well. Naturallypure.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 for 10% off your entire order. If you are a vapor in need, eLiquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 to get 10% off your entire order. Keep an eye on our Twitter, at Headlock Talk. In the next coming weeks, we'll be doing several giveaways, and you can find out how to get your own bundle of hand sanitizer and masks or CBD gummies. And now, on with the show. Steven, Steven, it's Listener Appreciation Week! Woo! Yeah! So, on day one, of course, it's all about wrestling. Of course. Yeah, I mean, where else will we start? I mean, it doesn't make any sense to, like, hey, here's a bunch of other stuff. Right. So, we're going to just talk about wrestling today. Yeah, I hope you guys like it. <laughs> What a non-intro intro that was. Goodness. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. <laughs> I am, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from me... I don't know why there's a delay there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my brain. Right across from me here, of course, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Howdy. Howdy, Stephen. And this is, of course, Headlock Talk. Of course. <laughs> 
Yeah. What else would it be? I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I guess at this point it could be one of five things. It could be one of five things. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Listener Appreciation Week here at Headlock Talk means that we are going to have shows uh, all this week here, uh, Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. We've got stuff about music that's going to be a lot of fun. We've got stuff about um, uh, all sorts of things. Music. Strange news. Strange news. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, kind of like food kind of stuff related there i think um we've got um let's see here uh hot takes will be on thursday and then of course uh the brand new rogue and ranger gamecast yes indeed rogue and ranger gamecast r&r gamecast is what we're we're calling it here uh but yeah lots of fun stuff man yes Yes. i'm super excited you should be i am too okay good (laughs) yes yes indeed um, but yeah, we've got a lot of fun stuff going on here, you guys, and I'm super excited. So um, let's go ahead and bring the room down, <laughs> and we'll, we'll let's talk about uh, some really crappy stuff that's going on right now in uh, the wrestling Twitter universe. Yes. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think there, Steven? Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is a, it's a very unfortunate time, obviously. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. Uh, of course, you know, our, our hearts go out to the victims, um, you know. They deserve to be heard, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's it is it's a tough time, really, kind of on like all sorts of levels because it's a lot of these things are so very complicated, right? right? Like, um, let, let, let's 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 narrow down here who we know for sure mm-hmm. is is really you know are, are the big perpetrators really right, right. now. Um, David Starr, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he kind of self-admitted and then went and deleted his Twitter, and yeah, um, he's had several... Kind um, of put out what some people would call a half-apology. A, a non-apology yeah. apology, yeah. Um, and, and, and I mean, as a, I guess speaking now as a former fan of his... Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It. It's not great, and we we definitely did a job of putting him over uh, at, at a time where we felt like he deserved to be put over. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. But you hear these things, and then you kind of realize the real person that he was and right. is. I mean, it's it's very hard to lose sight of that. You know. Um. A, a lot of these people, especially you know, someone like David Starr. Um, you you follow them through through all these different promotions and you, and you see them go throughout the world and, and you almost you you feel like you're having a bigger connection with with this person than than someone that maybe is on Raw every week, uh, right? Just because you're you're following them around and, and you feel like you you see the real them, um, yeah. And, and then it comes out that you absolutely had no idea what what the real person was like uh, mm-hmm. underneath the the facade, you know? Right, of course. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible about that. And I mean, obviously, you know, we, we take back a lot of what we have said and put over about David Starr. Um, and, and it, and it sucks, man. Um, I, I think Pete Dunn did a good job of saying, um, and, and Pete Dunn's really been one of the big heroes, him, uh, Zach Gibson, Keith Lee, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, all, all the, the women talent that have spoken out and, you know, have done a good job of supporting others. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, Pete Dunne went and and I'm not going to say verbatim what he said because I don't have it in front of me, but um, he said something along the lines of like, yeah, we I kind of had this feeling about David Starr and you know, and then that like while he agreed with the core of David's messages about how we need to change the business, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is this is who the guy actually is, right? Right. Right. Um, kind he, of, he has a good message, but that he's not the right leader for yeah, that movement. Very, very self-serving to a degree, and and of of course now we have um, these these shocking stories and allegations against him. So um, David Starr is obviously the you know a big person um, that's involved in this here. A, yeah, he kind of big name. Kind of kicked it off. Yeah, well, unfortunately, to a degree. Yeah, um, I, I mean, yeah, uh, unfortunately, to a degree, but but also fortunately to a degree. You know, oh, um, yeah, you, you know, yeah. I, I was a fan of David Starr, and, and it really sucks to to know that he is this type of person. But but at the same time, uh, I'm glad that that his victims are being heard. Yeah, and I'm glad that the truth is coming out. Yeah, um, it, it's you know, th- this is actually. And it's hard to see this from from the inside, but this is actually a good thing that is happening right now. Yeah, the the victims are being heard, and, and some change is actually coming. Instead yeah. of this just being kind of like a thing that's whispered in backstage or or rumors that mm-hmm. that some fans may hear or may not hear, uh, th- this is out for the world to see, mm-hmm. and uh, there's nowhere to go but up from here. Yeah, this is true. Um. Uh, obviously, WWE uh, on their side of things, uh, things are very <laughs> crazy and complicated there too. Um, uh, I'll get to those in here in just a second. Um, but you have also on the independent scene, Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his the allegations that that keep coming out about him are the ones that I find most shocking because it's so repetitive and it's so just like. I mean, I hate saying that you can put the face to the story, right. but but it comes across very much like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, with the kind of gimmick that he had, being like the the guy who's the uh, the the porn guy, the the dick right. flip guy, right. you know, the the guy who has the blue chew sponsorship and all of these these wacky things, right? These very adult themed things. You would think that a man like that would would actually try and be so much more, I guess, um, enlightened to his own character that he would yeah. not follow, <laughs> like that 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 he would not go down this road here. But he seemingly did it. I I, I don't know. I, I can I can hardly even speak to it because this, some of these stories are very shocking and 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 horrific yeah um and and of course things on like i said about wwe um i mean travis banks has been released ligero has been released um uh, jack gallagher has been released um last we heard is that um matt riddle has sought legal counsel uh jordan devlin has sought legal counsel um those are investigations that need to be done. Matt Riddle's claiming that for, for his, um, in, in his situation, that this is someone who's harassed him. Right. For, has, has stalked him. Has for, stalked him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's hard to navigate those kinds of stories because 
who who really knows what the truth is. There's gonna, there would need to be an investigation done. Yeah, um, a- absolutely. I think that's the important thing is is an an investigation. You yeah, know, obviously all of all of these really that needs absolutely. to be investigated. Uh, of course, like obviously we are in America, we are innocent until proven guilty. But yeah. it, these are serious allegations, and yeah. these are allegations that need to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying to immediately just vindicate everybody that has allegations uh, right. pressed on them, but look into those allegations, have investigations and come up with the truth because this is something that it it takes a lot for someone to come out and say yeah. something like this. 100%. Right? Um and I don't personally understand the people who are like, "Oh, they're just lying to to get publicity or anything like that." Like that's not good publicity. That's not publicity that you want. I, I don't think anyone would lie just a, about something like that just to like further their own endeavors. Uh, th- this took a lot of willpower to come out and, and say something like this. Um, and and they need to be heard. And, and these allegations need to be taken seriously and investigated on. Yeah, I, I mean, 100%. I, I, I mean, especially with... Matt Riddle, who made his debut on SmackDown just last week um, mm-hmm. against AJ Styles, it looks like they were set to push him very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously, they're gonna, you know, hopefully do this investigation, do their due diligence um, to make sure that it happens. I don't have, I'll be honest, I don't have very much faith in WWE, um, you know, for for various other reasons right. that we'll get to in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it it really it really sucks. Like, like this is all, this all very much sucks. And I mean, I'm sure you guys want to want to hear us talk about Velveteen dream. And th- that story is just as disturbing, if not, you know, uh, you know, e- even more so, uh, yeah, I mean, than some I, of these I, other ones. I really don't even want to go to into specifics about any of them j- just because right. it's, it's, it's really just like horrible stories. And that, I understand that it's important, but it's that's not what we are about here. Right. Right. You know, um, we obviously we're using this platform to, you know, hashtag speak out uh, yeah. about it. Um, let's let them be heard. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, totally. Um, you know, I, obviously, you know, we we have our thoughts with uh, with victims here and um I mean, actions are, are being taken everywhere. I mean, WWE um, has, has, again, released three people that, that I can tell so far. Um, Joey Ryan and David Starr are likely done for. They're, they're going to be done away with probably forever. Yeah. Um, as far as the, at least the business is concerned. Um, there is um, obviously an AEW, too. You've, you've got uh, Jimmy Havoc. He's suspended mm-hmm. uh, and seeking rehabilitation. Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. uh, some audio surfaced about him having some comments about uh, about Sasha Banks, right. um, which those were unfortunate. I mean, obviously, he's, he's a very young guy, and he used, um, he used what, I w- what I would say is, is bad language. Right, like, like, he, I, like, and I don't mean like, oh, he cussed, but like, he he used poor language in in in, and I guess the context of what he's talking about, and that doesn't excuse him at all. No, a- absolutely not. And, and um, uh, AEW has uh, 
suspended him without without pay. Yeah, um, he's but, also seeking rehabilitation and um, right. Um, I guess sensitivity courses. So mm-hmm. um, that will be ongoing. Yeah, um, I, I I will say obviously his comments are are inexcusable. Um, I do appreciate his apology though. Uh, yes, I, I really feel like. Uh, with specifically Sammy Guevara's case, I, I think he handled it very well. He completely owned up to it. He didn't try to make an excuse. He said, "Yes, that is who I used to be, and, and I and I've taken steps in my life to to try to not be that person anymore." And, and really, that's what we're looking for, you know. Like, obviously, no one's perfect, and, and everyone makes mistakes. And, yeah. But, uh. You know, a, a second chance is in order sometimes, and, and I, I do feel like personally, Sammy Guevara has earned that. Um, he he uh, actually uh, called Sasha Banks, and, and yep. they had a conversation about it. He apologized to her yeah. Uh, specifically. Yeah, he, he he put out a Twitter apology, mm-hmm. made that very public. He put out a video apology, made that very public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now now obviously, I'm not yeah. I'm not Sasha Banks. I'm not telling her to forgive him because she is allowed to feel. However, she wants to yeah. in this situation. Absolutely, uh, I'm just saying my side of it. Yeah, I think he handled it uh, almost as well as he could have. Right, and and that's kind of what we talked about last week. Is I I feel so strongly that there needs to be a path of giving the apology, seeking the proper rehabilitation, mm-hmm. and and you know there being a path to redemption for for these people who have. You know, maybe on the more—I don't want to call it the more minor side of offenses—but there's definitely, there's definitely a core group of people who have major offenses and have mm-hmm. caused major problems. And then you have, you know, uh, in another category, you have like the Sammy Guevara's and the and the Will Ospreys to right. a, to an extent. Like while while both are inexcusable, right? There is a huge difference between. Uh, like repetitive actions right. and words, right? There, there are huge differences, right? Like, and in Will's case, um, and and I know that we we have we had made him the 2019 uh, wrestler of the year here mm-hmm. for us. His story is very complicated too because it not it doesn't just involve Will and maybe speaking to promoters and saying, hey, look, this person, you know, me and this person have an issue, right? Um, it it, it was. In, in Will's case here, um, the, the the person who was speaking out uh, was more or less speaking out about, I guess, a friend of his, a friend that he had growing up. And I don't know if Will, Will, who's also a very young guy, um, especially during the time of, of whatever's transpired here in his story, um, either he's coming across as defending his friend or he's also also coming across as defending his girlfriend B Priestley because apparently the, the again the alleged person speaking out is you know had a history of problems with B as well where there was bullying going on to that extent there so there's there is a very big gray area in Will's story um, Will did apologize some people are reading this as a half-hearted apology I I see it as genuine personally um, I don't have an issue with that I what I do have an issue with is um, when these things do happen, when when people like Sammy Guevara apologize, when Will Ospreay apologizes, um, you don't have to accept their apology. Right. But you also don't have to go to the next step and say, you know, I mean, there is there these some of these people are receiving death threats, mm-hmm. which is also not excusable. Right. You're. You, I mean, I get that on Twitter. 
and in some social media circles, it's the thing to do is to, you know, if you want to make a name for yourself and get, and chase clout and do a lot of virtue signaling, right, you try and ratchet up and be the next most extreme person to say something about somebody else. Right. No, I mean, Sammy Guevara doesn't deserve to have his house burned down. He doesn't deserve to have death threats. Will Ospreay does not deserve, you know, the same kind of treatment, right? Um, what What I think... And again, maybe it's not my place to say, but focus the energy on the people who really need to be, I guess, gone after here in this case here, right? right. Um, the David Stars, the Joey Ryans, the Travis Bankses. I mean, if we find that, you know, Matt Riddle's case or Jordan Devlin's case is, is, is exactly what we are seeing it as. If we find that, um, you know, Velveteen Dream, heaven forbid, right? Like, heaven forbid those stories are true. Those are the people that we really need to seek out and make sure that justice is done. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what I think. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I mean, just as a whole, um, you know, we need to do better, you know, and, yeah, and everybody needs to do better. Yeah. And we need to do better as fans. We need to do, do better as wrestlers, as promotions, as trainers. I, I mean, the, the, this whole industry, uh, we, we just we just need to be better, and, and I think uh, you know how. However hard the last two weeks, last three weeks have have been in the wrestling industry, I, I do think that we're going you know in the right direction. Th- these are conversations that need to happen, a hundred percent, and and it is a very dark time in the in the wrestling world. But at the same time, you can choose to to see the darkness in it. Or you can choose to see the light and choose to see the positive of, of this and, and the fact that, you know, a lot of these victims are getting their stories heard for the first time ever. Right. And, and uh, honestly, I think that's what we should take away from it is the 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 change that, that could come from this. Right, right. And, and, and I think that's, I mean, and you don't have to agree with everything that we're saying. You don't have to to um, agree with us on Osprey or Sammy or whoever. Absolutely not. Um, but, I mean, that I think that's just our side of things. And, and, and mm-hmm. what we see is, uh, you know, as Mags would say, uh, calling a spade a spade. Right. Um, now, I, I will also say, I mean, there are, I mean, there are lists out there with dozens and dozens of names where we don't really even know what the story is. So, I mean, I, th- I think what we need to do is figure out, you know, and, and, and try and disseminate truth from fiction at this point um, or and figure out maybe, uh, you know, how severe is this? Is this something where somebody acted um, inappropriately or is this something that someone, you know, broke the law and indeed, you know, has, has a, a, a repetitive, you know, um, you know, kind of uh, action, right? Like there's there's actions behind what they've done, right? Or 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 behind these stories. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I'm probably not the right person to speak on this. I'm just giving you guys my two cents on everything here. I mean, neither am yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, I I'm very much not a not a um, cancel culture kind of person. I'm not very PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really don't like that side. Of, of, of society mm-hmm. but what I do appreciate is is someone's willingness to stand up and speak out and give their truth as things that are happening so that we as a whole society can learn and grow from it absolutely um, so 
yeah, that's I think I think that's what we're gonna have to cover here. Uh, there's a lot, again a lot of gray areas. We're gonna do our best to try and cover it as things come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, uh, I think we just want to speak on that for just a moment more as things develop. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID nineteen, Stephen. Oh boy. Yeah. Yes. The the uh, the never ending story. <laughs> it's it's been such an awful week as far as stories go. Oh no. Uh, so, uh, per Sports Illustrated, Renee Young among WWE's multiple positive COVID-19 tests. This is by uh, Michael Shapiro uh, from June 25th. Yeah, Steven's not groaning at you, Michael. Steven's just groaning at the world. <laughs> um, Michael Shapiro writes, Multiple people involved in WWE have tested positive for COVID-19 this week, including at least one entering talent, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet's Ryan Sat- uh, Satin. I almost called him Satan. Maybe. Hi, Ryan. How's it going? Not today, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) The article goes on to say, at least three people who were in the WWE Performance Center in Orlando tested positive. Additional tests will be administered throughout this week. Well, (sighs) duh. Yeah. I mean... Look, if you, you have to test retest everybody now, right? Um, let me see here. Uh, w Insider reports the po- the number of positive tests is in the two dozen range. Two, oh god, two dozen. Uh, WWE interviewer Renee Young announced on Wednesday she was among the positive tests. Young is married to current AEW World Champion John Moxley, uh, who was pulled out of AEW's latest match on Wednesday. Um, obviously Tony Khan went out to write a tweet putting over Moxley for being forthright about everything. Right. Um, WWE did resume tapings of Raw and NXT on June 16th. SmackDown was also slated to resume taping, but it was delayed until June 26th after production and did not run as scheduled. Fightful reports that friends and family were supposed to be part of the next tapings, but that is no longer happening. Now, there is a wild rumor running around that producer Kevin Dunn who I've had a personal problem with for a very long time uh, based on his actions and based on things that have been said about him and based on just the shoddy camera work that he's in charge of week in, <laughs> week out, um, that he had told people that um, they can be in the crowd, but um, but it is prohibited to wear a mask. Um, yeah, he was he was specifically said that, that he made a scene about that specifically uh, a couple times. Um, man, and, and I want to know what just, actually went down. If you feel the need to describe it as making a scene, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like that sounds awful. Like that doesn't even sound like Kevin Dunn was like, okay, guys, like we're not gonna have our mask on today. That yeah. sounds like, hey, you, <laughs> yeah, like, like, hey, <laughs> you with the duck mask, <laughs> like it's a little rubber ducky yeah. on the mask, you know? Jesus <laughs> Christ, making a scene. That's yeah. a little much. It, it, it's so over the top. And and why is it that you have to feel like you can't you can't wear a mask? Like I'm actually somewhat uncomfortable seeing people in the crowd not wearing masks to absolutely. be perfectly honest absolutely right a hundred percent and i saw this this thing um i i wish i had a source for this uh, i'll try to find it um but but it was a it was an unnamed wrestler uh kind of saying like yeah we we are like forbidden from talking about our test results yeah like, yeah. What? They're not supposed to be talking about it. That okay, I'm sorry. I'm not a lawyer, but like that can't be legal, right? Well that can't be. But I mean, that's exactly kind of what a lot of people are saying. It's like, well, you're independent contractors, right? Like what's stopping you from saying exactly. something? Exactly. What's stop what I mean, look, if if you know, heaven forbid, 
right? Actually, know it. I encourage it. I encourage Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and Renee Young and everybody who wants to step forward to step forward and seek legal counsel about this. Yeah. Because that's not right. It is not. You, 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 you should be able to say truthfully, hey, look, I have... You know, I have tested positive about this, right? And and my employer is preventing me from saying such a thing, and that's actually somewhat harmful to society. Absolutely, at large. it is. You yeah. have you have somebody like Ric Flair who came back on Raw last week who could have possibly been exposed to it after having nearly died a couple years ago. Right. Right. Like right. it's it's insane. Like it, what are you thinking? Yeah. It, it's it's absolutely insane. And, and like with WWE specifically, I mean, you have people coming in from all over the country, like yeah. like all the time. And, yeah. and so like okay, even if you only have, and this isn't even the case, which makes it even worse. Even if you only had one person tested positive for COVID nineteen, you shut it down. You shut it down because if you even infect one more person. Who knows where that person is going to go? Yeah. yeah, they started in Florida. Yeah, they got infected in Florida, but they live in New Jersey, or they live in California, yeah. or they live in Texas, or they live in any any other place, and now that's another infected person that normally would not be introducing it to that environment, yeah. but now they are because you're refusing to let them to to let them talk about their test results. That's that is absolutely batshit crazy yeah it's 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 awful it it's really actually very awful um obviously with you know our thoughts are with renee young and john moxley at this time um they're most likely man wwe still found a way to fuck over moxley yeah it's crazy after after all this time after all this time (laughs) they were really playing the long game with that one yeah (laughs) goodness god dude um but i mean they're they're probably self-quarantining in their house He's probably in in one one area of the home. She's probably staying in another area of the home. Yeah. He's not going to want to travel. I mean, have, like, look, Fighter Fest. That main event's not not happening right no. now. That I mean, him and Cage, and possibly that. I mean, that maybe that's where there's a bit of a silver lining here. I hate saying that, but there might be a slight silver lining in that this program's going to have a lot more time to build True. and go towards the next thing. And make Brian Cage look a lot stronger uh, well, and, and, dude, and, and and better. Absolutely. But, I mean, look at how AEW handled the whole COVID thing. Like AEW is good at at making stuff up on the spot that right. that works. So, like, honestly, it, if this just drags out that promo a little, not in like a bad way, but drags out the promo, uh, I'm all for it. Right. Well, and I think this goes to show that there's just not um, there's not enough testing being done on WWE's part here, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's very, very obvious. Um, it, it, from what I'm understanding here, uh, and this is per uh, Dave Meltzer at the Wrestling Observer, um, Renee Young did not test positive based on a WWE test. She she tested positive off of a third-party test. Um, so, and, and that just means that they're not testing frequently enough. They're not catching these kind of things when, when it's happening. And, I mean, it's possible, obviously, like... Look, could she have tested positive on a WWE test? You know, had it had it been administered days later, sure. Who knows? Who right? knows? Right. But at the same time, it's like, you know, from what from what I've read and heard, um, they're doing basically the the temperature check gun. You know, they're they're doing that as a way of being like, okay, look, you're good to go, 
right? right. And that's and, and that's not good enough. The only thing that that proves is that they don't have a fever, right? And, and a fever is not the only symptom of, of COVID. Yeah. And even then, sometimes you have no symptoms, and you are just a carrier for yeah, it. Yeah, you, and you can asymptomatic. Infect, yeah, you're asymptomatic. You're showing no symptoms. You're just a carrier for it, and, and you can still infect people that way. Like that's that is not a COVID nineteen test. No. That is taking someone's temperature. Mm-hmm. It, that is not the same. Even doctors say before you request a COVID nineteen test, if you have a fever and that's it, don't call. If you're coughing and that's it, don't call. If you have a fever and you're coughing, right, then call. Right, it's the combination of symptoms. It can't just be the one thing. And you're like, okay, cool, we're good. Right, like, 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 like I go to the gym. And they they do the temperature check gun at the door. Right. But you see everybody there, you know, wearing a mask mm-hmm. or having protective gloves on. Everybody's wiping down all the equipment before and after they even sit on it uh, and use it, whatever. I mean, there are all these extra steps that we got to take now, right, at the, at the gym. And I think it's good. It's mm-hmm. a precautionary measure. But at the same time, it's like, look, if you're going to go and do a live TV production... Or even a tape TV production, and you're just like, oh, temp check. All right, you're good. Like, right. It's like, come right. on now. And, and the funny thing about that is, you have Sorry. you have a bunch of strangers that don't even work for the company, following the company's priorities, and the company being responsible in this type of situation. And then you have a multi-million dollar company where all of their employees are like, hey, we need to be doing better. And then the company's like, ah, we're doing all right. <laughs> right. Like, like, no. That's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Um, let, let's talk about some actual wrestling here, Steven. Do you want to talk about some actual wrestling? I would love to. Fantastic. Yeah. New Japan has returned. Yay! Woo. The New Japan Cup's actually been really, really good, Steven. I, know, yeah. I know you've been watching it. Mm. I've been watching it. Mm. It's been a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, Shingo Takagi versus Sho was an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. Um, let me see here. I'm just kind of going through the, the list and trying to remind myself. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. Kota Bushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, obviously, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, Taichi, he he got that first round win over Hiroshi Tanahashi, so he will be facing Kota Ibushi. Dude, Taichi's getting so much love on the New Japan subreddit right now. I mean, look. <laughs> how can you love such a man? <laughs> like, <laughs> See, like, I'm like completely indifferent to Taichi, but I, I feel like your hate for him rubs off on me sometimes. <laughs> and then he comes out, and I'm like... God, Taichi. And then I think to myself, wait, he didn't do anything to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Tanner hates him. Okay, I got it now. Oh, man. Um, so we'll see. Kotobushi, Taichi. We'll see what happens there. Maybe maybe Taichi goes pretty far in this. I mean, he's coming off pretty strong in this tournament. Hmm. Um, let me see here. So that's, that's one matchup here that's uh, going to go take place on the uh, 1st of July, uh, which is in a few days. Um, let me see here. We've also got Show versus Sonata. Mm. That's going to be a good match. Mm. Uh, Sonata's knees looked a little banged up, though, mm-hmm. so we'll see what's going on there. 
Um, but yeah, I like I like what I saw in show. He had a really good match with Shingo Takagi. Unsurprisingly, they they had a great match at Best of the Super Juniors last year. I mean, right. look, it's it's just New Japan. Oh my gosh, it's back, man! It's, it's back. back. It's like, back, and I'm so happy. Absolutely. I, I mean, with, with all of this this COVID stuff going on, man, like it it's almost felt like. Like bizarro world, yeah. You know, like like everything's flipped upside down, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the new Japan went away for forever, and, and we were just like, "Man, is this like life now? Like this sucks." And new Japan's finally back. We're yes. just coming back to a little bit of normalcy. Yes, it's it's just soothing. Um, <laughs> Yoshihashi versus Bushi is also going to be on July the first. It's going to be going to be it's going to be uh it's going to be huh. Yeah. Excuse me, huh? Huh. Um, and then we've got uh, Evil versus Hiroki Goto. That, that's a that's a that's a big big man match right yep, there. Yep. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be violent. Goto is like his biceps are bigger every time I see him. He's he's in great shape. Yeah, he is he's in great shape. Um, so that's gonna be on the the right side of the bracket. The final four on the left side of the bracket has already been determined. Here uh, we have uh, Tomohiro Ishii. He'll be facing off with. Uh, uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting matchup. I'm sure very violent and crazy. Yeah. Um, and Emphasis th- on crazy. Uh, and then we have uh, Taiji Ishimori facing off with Kazuchika Okada. And that should be Taiji Ishimori. He's very, very good as a junior. Mm-hmm. Him against Okada. That's that's actually a big match that I'm excited for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see what's going on. I think there. I've only seen him in, in like a like a six man tag mm-hmm. match. I, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with like a lot of his single stuff. Mm-hmm. So so um, those matches, as well as the semifinals of the other matches, will take place on July the second. On July the third, the um, the two finalists from each side of the bracket, um, uh, or the I guess the. What, I guess that that would be the semis. So the quarters, rather, right. I'm sorry, are on July the second. Uh, the semifinals are on July the third, and then on July 11th in Osaka Joe Hall, we have the New Japan Cup Finals. Goodness, Stephen. Um, look, um, I really, I, I still like Hiromu Takahashi to win the whole thing because mm-hmm. I, I, I still think that that's the path that they'll go on to do. Hiromu, the junior champion, versus. Uh, Naito, who is the Intercontinental and mm. IWGP Heavyweight Champion, mm-hmm. I think that's a good story. I mean, you could also go, you could also go Kota Ibushi. I think that that, I mean, you could do him versus Naito at uh, uh, at Dominion. I, I think that that would be an interesting matchup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's back. It's back. New Japan is back. Yes, yes. and that can only mean good things. Apparently, mm. they're also doing. Um, uh, limited fan attendance, like like uh, limited capacity attendance mm-hmm. for 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 fans, actual fans, not not paid wrestlers, but cool. actual fans at Dominion. So was we'll it like twenty five percent? I think it's something like that. They'll I, it's um, I'll have to go back and check what it is, but um, it will be it, there will be fans. Nice. So that's good. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy about that. I like that. Um, let's let's turn it back to America. Um. Yay. Yay. Woo, America. Yay, we're home. <laughs> America. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> uh, triple threat match on NXT TV this week. Mm. Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, Keith Lee. It was a very good match. I mean, did we have any doubt? I mean, look, for real, for real. Like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> it It's going to be good. Um, 
So that match was for the North American Championship, and they've been doing the storyline that the winner of that match would go on to face Adam Cole in a unification match here. Um, and I think that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unifications are always cool, in my opinion. I, I feel like we've been calling for the, the Universal uh, Championship and WWE Championship to be unified for like the longest time at this point. Um, unifications are cool. North American title, though, how old is it? It, I mean, it's, it's only not very old. It's been around for a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years. They, they what? They just just kind of they just didn't like it or what? I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I think I think you could. I think I think it can be necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like it, it just hasn't had the same uh, the same. Uh, uh, um, like specialness. Yeah, too? yeah. Like the, it hasn't felt special since Gargano held it. Really. Well, I mean, you have Keith Lee who ran over pretty much everybody. Yeah, but like um, Keith Lee should have ended with the title, like that, like his. But that's maybe his that's run. The, maybe that's the story here, Stephen. I mean, yeah. It, it's just like I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like they they could have <laughs> they could have done something to try to make that title feel special. Instead of unifying them, I'm not against the unification at all. But well, so 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 Gargano held the title. He beat Ricochet for it. Ricochet had beaten Adam Cole for the title, um, and Adam Cole was the very first one. Mm-hmm. So when Adam Cole, then Ricochet, then Gargano, then Velveteen Dream held the title for a very long time. Yeah, um, I think that might be why. Why it didn't feel special? Well, just because, just because it, <laughs> it it got on Velveteen and sat there. You yeah. know, like I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but I've said it before. That's why the NXT Championship doesn't feel as special to me anymore because Adam Cole's had it for like nine years or something. But so- sometimes that's the special thing about it is when they hold it for a long time, and then I suppose I can't, I can't remember what what happened here. What happened for Velveteen Dream to not have the title? I don't quite remember how Keith Lee got See, the title. See, exactly. That's my whole point. Hmm. That's my whole point. Hmm. I'll have to go back and remember. Yeah. My brain's not thinking quite good this this morning. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's three in the afternoon, but okay. Hey, come on now. <laughs> Give a guy a break. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Adam Cole versus Keith Lee, and apparently that's going to be going down at this great American Bash show that that NXT's putting on to counter-program Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Cole versus Keith Lee. Here's Steven. Who do you got? I, I mean, I really want Keith Lee to win. He's hot as hell right now, and and, and yeah, it's like it's time. I, I really think Keith Lee needs to get that title. Like he he's so hot, mm-hmm. he's so hot, and, and not that Adam Cole isn't. You know, like Adam Cole gets a lot of love, and, yeah. and, and it's uh, it's. I feel it, like. It, <laughs> Sorry. Go, go ahead. It's deserved. His love is deserved. Yeah, but it's Keith Lee's time. I, I feel like. Yeah. I think it's time for all of us to bask in his glory. Indeed. Um, I, I do see Keith Lee. I do see him winning that title. He does be, d- deserve to become champ champ. Mm-hmm. And I think the end result here is um, Killer Cross still has his you know problems with Adam Cole. Maybe him and Adam Cole enter in a number one contenders kind of situation. Uh, Keith Lee wins the first matchup with... Uh, uh, I guess Karrion Cross. I guess that's his 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 WWE name. Right. And then Karrion Cross, um, him and Keith Lee have a massive program. I think that's the end result here is 
Cross and Keith Lee, I think that they have a very, very good chance of having a very, very good feud together. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the pieces are there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as NXT is kind of turning over and becoming this new, I guess, this new generation of NXT. Right. Um, well, well, it's like yeah. you said the, the other week. They're in this this transitional period, you know, and, and we're we're there where we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We're getting there. You know what I mean? We're ge- we're getting closer. Mm-hmm. We're always getting closer, um, but it's still just a matter of, you know, you know, finding what that result is. Mm-hmm. Um, other matches to be on this um, uh, Great American Bash show. Dexter Loomis versus Roderick Strong in the first ever NXT strap match. Um, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Robert Stone and Aaliyah in a handicap match. Rhea Ripley will join Robert Stone if she loses. And then Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim versus Dakota Kai in a fatal four-way. That should be great. Um, that, that's going to uh, crown a number one contender. Mm. So, we also got some some good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Some very some very tasty programming here uh, from NXT. Man, that four-way is going to be great. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Um, let's also quickly talk about Fighter Fest. Yes, let's do it. Let's um do it. AEW, man, they've been on fire for a while. For a while. A while. <laughs> um, and, and they've really put together this this two-night Fighter Fest card very, very nicely. It's mm. July 1st and July 8th at um, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central on TNT. Night 1, July 1st, uh, we'll have MJF and Wardlow versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. If that Luchasaurus and Wardlow match is any indicator of what we're going to get here, it's going to be Good. Absolutely. It's going to be real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have Private Party uh, uh, with Matt Hardy uh, taking on Santana and Ortiz, which should be nice. Good good tag match there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Penelope Ford in the AEW Women's World Championship match. Cody versus uh, Jake Hager for the AEW TNT Championship. Nice. And um, Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega versus the Best Friends for the World Tag Team titles. That's going to be great. Now, this is somewhat subject to change simply because um, with John Moxley not being able to compete, ideally speaking, I mean, I, I, I feel like there's a good 98% chance that he will not be there. It is possible that maybe one of these championship matches gets moved over to the second night on July the 8th, mm-hmm. um, just so that way you can have a championship match main event in one, championship main event match in the other one. Um, so I would fully expect for that to happen. Um, or I do also think that maybe, Stephen, mm-hmm. you have a good idea too, because on night two, uh, we have um, uh, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that feud, because that has been fiery yeah i mean it's i don't know it is it too soon to say that this is the biggest feud that aw's had so far is that Ooh. is that big to say just in terms of like i mean just in terms oof. of the love that it's getting from fans hot take steve <laughs> uh I, I don't know man i, I mean this is this is like we're, we're finally at the end product of aw where they're not hinging on anything from anyone else and, and they're building up their own ideas yeah right and, and that's what we're getting with with this jericho and cassidy feud and so i feel like yes certainly they could move one of those championship matches over to the next night um but why not make the jericho orange cassidy match the main event 
I think that's going to come off just as good, if not better, than any other championship match that they have going on. I mean, you have you you already had this thing with Orange Cassidy where he was like this cult hero, like mm-hmm. the, like this folk hero kind of person, right? Um, and now, just like how you had Becky Lynch with the with the uh, the bloody nose, like right. the, like that iconic picture, you have the iconic picture of Orange Cassidy stoically standing there with like his 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 ear bleeding down his face. You know, and, and and that that picture of him, like mm-hmm. like, and that's like for for a generation of people who are extremely apathetic. <laughs> I feel like that is like like you can point to them and be like, "That's my hero." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, it's very strange <laughs> times, but yes, um, I could I could certainly see that happening. I I mean, that's a big match on night two. Mm-hmm. Also on night two, FTR and the Young Bucks versus the Butcher, the Blade. And Phoenix and Pentagon. That is going to be some mad tag team action. Some, Every time I die. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Every time I die is a great band. Yes, they are. Um, Lance Archer versus Joey Janela is also uh, slated for the eighth, as is SCU and uh, versus the Dark Order, uh, which is um, which will be comprised of uh, Brody Lee, Grayson, and Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana being the the newest member of the Dark Order. Which makes me kind of sad. Strange times, like yeah. you said. These are very strange times. Strange times. <laughs> um, we also have Nyla Rose in action as well on July the 8th. So, right on. big stuff happening for Fighter Fest. I'm excited for both shows. How am I going to watch both? I'll, I'll figure it out. I don't know. It's yeah. going to be crazy. <laughs> TiVo. TiVo. <laughs> yes, make sure to get your cable cards, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um. Yeah, but that is uh. That's that's Fighter Fest, Stephen. It's Fighter Fest. Um, it is Fighter Fest. It's Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like I said, guys, we've got some killer shows coming up uh, later this week. Here, um, it, it's going to be really fun. We're going to talk about all sorts of different stuff because I think last week when we did the non wrestling episode, it kind of liberated us right? a little bit yeah it liberated us and and we've got some major announcements we're gonna do a, a awesome giveaway mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so that's gonna be really really cool um we're gonna have um you know some new shows new segments we're gonna have uh some awesome announcements it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah no i'm i'm super excited for this yeah. week this is it's kind of funny because uh a lot of the the things that we're putting together this week and that we're finally being able to announce to y'all has been things that have been in the works for months and, and almost even like a year uh, on some of these things and everything just came together all at once on the exact same week and really we couldn't ask for for a a better time to be able to do this for you guys absolutely and mm-hmm. don't forget we have that new sponsorship deal as you heard at the very beginning of the new intro here yes indeed uh hlt10 is the promo code 10 percent off does not expire ever mm-hmm. so if you if you want to go and check out naturally hemp's for all of your cbd needs um like i said i try i i have the gummies all the time like mm-hmm. for my for my post work out recovery uh, for sleep it's wonderful for me i also use the tinctures yeah uh, those are excellent especially I have a tincture right here yeah yeah 1500 um, milligram lemon lime this stuff is fantastic yeah tastes it, good too it, surprisingly it, yeah it's you, got a nice little lemon tinge yeah to it. yeah 
Um, puts puts you right to sleep too if you mm-hmm. if you take a couple droplets full, man. Uh, droppers full rather. Let me tell you, I use the uh, the gel caps. Uh, we we have a red gel cap that is uh, mm. that is a uh, twenty five milligram CBD and a yeah. ten milligram curcumin. Yeah, uh, which apparently curcumin is like some kind of chemical catalyst for CBD. Mm. Uh, makes it last a lot longer and a lot better. Uh, those are the ones that I use for pain. Those yes. things knock pain and headaches out like it's nothing. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'll need to check those out. They're so good. Yeah, and then I know we've got the naturally pure, the hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are running low on hand sanitizer around the house, use code HLT10 at checkout. Naturallypure.com. Uh, at, natural, at naturallypure.com. Uh, we've got a few other ones that are in the works here as well. Like there's going to be one for uh, for face masks that are coming mm-hmm. out soon. So we've got special design graphic face masks that you can use. Uh, same promo code, HLT10. Yep. It's, it's that easy. So when it, whatever website that you're going to uh, that we will be throwing in the advertisements here, HLT10 is the promo code nat- for Naturally Hemp's. That's N-A-T- U R A L L Y H E M P S dot com. Use promo code H L T ten. You know, support Headlock Talk, and of course, you know, get your good supply of CBD. Yeah, at and, a pretty nice discount. And, and honestly, uh, Naturally Hemp's. You know, we we've been partners with these guys for a long time. They they are a local Austin company. Uh, mm-hmm. No frills about them. Uh, I family mean, they, owned. Family owned. Mm-hmm. They they really they. They just want to make quality CBD products to help their local Austin, you know, individuals out. And, and uh, massive respect for Naturally Hemp's, yeah. and a massive thank you for for all of the uh, all the support that they've given us throughout the throughout the months in the year. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And and they want to and they want to obviously reach further out than just the Austin area. And that's mm-hmm. why that's why we're partnered with them. We mm-hmm. want to help spread the word about how awesome their products are because we use them all the time. Again, HLT ten at checkout. That's the promo code. Go on there. Use that promo code. You know, hit us up. Let us know. Let us know what you think about those products. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, they're they're absolutely awesome. Um, but as we end today's show, it is quote very of course fitting that we do if wishes were fishes. I'm a water. Yes, Stephen. Indeed. It is underwater. <laughs> um, if Wishes or Fishes is a little game that we like to play at the end of our episode where we each take turns making a wrestling-related wish, mm. and the other grades them. Mm. Indeed, in terms of fish. Yes. Indeed. 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 Uh, so, Stephen, do you have a wrestling-related wish for us this week? I do. Ooh. I do. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty simple one, honestly. Uh, yeah. But it's a very important one, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. If wishes were fishes, with uh, with the knowledge of Renee Young uh, getting tested positive for for COVID nineteen, mm. if wishes were fishes, WWE kind of l- just learns their lesson, takes a step back, and, and really takes this seriously. Mm. Um, it, it's it's officially putting people in danger. Mm. Um, I, I understand that WWE has their their concessions about you know masks in the crowd and, and not being able to do live shows and, and things like that. Okay, that's cool. There's bigger things going on right now. Uh, I don't want wrestling to end either, mm-hmm. but let's be safe about it. Mm-hmm. And you, as the biggest company, have a responsibility to set an example. Mm-hmm. And so, if wishes were fishes, WWE, get it together. Yeah. I mean, and and I think that could definitely cover all sorts of things like mandatory testing 
anytime that you're on site, mandatory testing, you got to do that. You, you got to take those extra steps. Like, look, like UFC has gone way, way out of its way to make sure that they, they follow these testing protocols. Um, AEW, they've got testing protocols as well that, they, that they're doing. Um, New Japan, I mean, look, if, you're, if you've been following the New Japan Cup, they have people coming out and spraying down and wiping down the ring um, at, at certain times of the show, right? Mm-hmm. For the safety and courtesy of the performers. Um, these are necessary steps. So, yes, Stephen, I'm going to actually give you eight dolphins because for that kind of positivity um, and, and, and the kind of um, better safety standards that that would bring, mm-hmm. uh, I'd be jumping for joy. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you. Absolutely, thank you. sir. And uh, what you got? Uh, I mean, for my wish, um, if wishes were fishes, um, yeah, I, what I would like to see here is um, Brian Cage needs a match uh, for um, for Fighter Fest. That, that seems to be very, very clear to me. Mm-hmm. We need to have a big opponent. We need to have somebody who can who who can really work that style, right? Um, what if they used him once, but what if they brought back Jeff Cobb one night only to face, uh, uh, what was his name? Brian Cage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got so excited. I was like, what's his name again? Yeah. Brian Cage versus Jeff Cobb one night only. Um, you can put in the main event, but probably wouldn't go main event over Jericho Orange Cassidy. Honestly, no. but it would be a big match, and if you gave it a lot of time, it would be beautiful. That'd be freaking killer. Yeah. That, that would absolutely be killer, because I love when Jeff Cobb came into AEW for the little, minuscule amount of time that he was there. Yeah, I would love for him to actually, I, I mean, yes, bring him on maybe one more time for Brian Cage, but I would personally love for him to just like sign on full-time yeah. and, and just be there. Well, Jeff Cobb's um, doing stuff for New Japan now, too. Mm-hmm. They've got this brand-new American ex- uh, expansion that they're doing, and that's really kind of cool. I think Jeff Cobb wants to be in New Japan. Right on. But, I mean, you can hey, do I, both. It's true. You it's can true. do both. At the same time, I, I do want I want him to go wherever he wants. Yes. But where I want him is AEW. So, I, it, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yes. I do think Jeff Cobb is like the perfect opponent for Brian Cage because they both have that like they have that explosiveness to him mm. that almost looks like it comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Because because Brian Cage and Jeff Cobb they both look like they're slow, like they're really slow, but they're not. But <laughs> they are fast as hell and, and super agile and, and very explosive. So mm. I mean, I'd be I'd be totally down for that. That'd be a a very brutal match. Yes. Very brutal match. Indeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me go ahead and give you the uh, full five on that. Oh. Full five. Jellyfish. 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 Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's going to be... That would that would be electric, I'm sure. God, look at you. Uh, I know. I'm with those segues. On a roll. I'm super pumped for what God. we have going on this week, guys. I hear you. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, what we have... On uh, tomorrow's episode of Headlock Talk, today is Monday. Indeed. Well, t- well, today's actually Saturday. Today's Saturday. Today's Saturday. Oh. Um, but we're, on, we're breaking the time machine. On, <laughs> on Tuesday's episode of Headlock Talk, Stephen and I actually have a... Uh, we're going to be actually curating a Spotify playlist, a Headlock Talk Spotify playlist. You can use this at the gym. You can use this for chilling out. You can use this for whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this like a vinyl record, folks. So side A, the first six songs are going to be from Steven. 
the last six songs are going to be from me. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. So we're going to put together this playlist, and you you will be able to find this on Spotify as part of Listener Appreciation Week. Mm-hmm. I'm super pumped about this here, Stephen. It, it's going to be fun, man. Uh, I, I don't remember who who decided the the playlist, but man, I, I really think that's going to be. Think one- it was you? Was it me? I think it was I, you. I, I think it's going to be a really cool way to to interact with you guys, and I'm I'm excited to you know hear hear what you have to say about our playlist. Uh, see what you you'd like to put in your own playlist. I mean, yeah. music and. and uh, you know, not just music, but gaming also. You know, music and gaming, they're, they're such big parts of our lives. And, mm. and wrestling obviously is too, uh, which is why we've been we've been here for so long. Doing, and, doing headlock talk and, for the last uh, year yeah, and yeah. a half. And, you know, we've enjoyed talking to you guys. And, and thankfully, mm. uh, you guys have enjoyed listening to us as well. Uh, but with yeah. music and gaming, it, it's just been, been something that's kind of missing, you mm. know. And, and mm-hmm. now... Finally, we are able to sit down with you guys and talk to talk to y'all that about something that's equally as big a part of our lives. I, I'm I'm very excited for this. Got, got some new topics. Yes, got some new topics. New topics, new segues, new music, new fun stuff. Yes, man. I'm very very yes. jazzed about this. So on that note, album of the week, album of the week here uh, is gonna be uh, "No Sleep Till Hammersmith" by the legendary Motorhead. Uh, wonderful album. I was I was at the vinyl shop the other day. I was looking to pick up stuff for Father's Day, and then I stumbled across this. It's a legendary live album by Motorhead, and the guy behind the camera was like, "Yeah, we just got it in yesterday." I was like, "Well, too bad. It's mine now." Yeah. So I'm taking it home immediately. It's if you are a a, a metal fan, a hardcore fan, um, you know, if you just like fast good music. Yeah, Motorhead's awesome. Yes. Lemmy Kilmister uh, was was legendary. He's he, he's he's a metal god. Yes, um, and uh, he's he's sadly missed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, um, no sleep till Hammersmith is uh, basically a snapshot of a band who was just I, I don't know just shot out of a cannon and and just went unleashed on on the earth. Fantastic stuff, man. Yes. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. We'll catch you guys on tomorrow's episode. Oh, that feels so. That, that feels does so, feel weird, so but strange. it feels cool yeah, too. It feels awesome. <laughs> uh, so we'll see you on tomorrow's episode of Headlock Talk. Well, we're going to break down that Spotify playlist. Um, hit us up here on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Go ahead and give us a follow. We'll put all sorts of stuff in there as far as a potential giveaway. What? <laughs> see, we say that, but we already mentioned that in the yeah, ad read. I know, I know, so. I <laughs> yeah, um, we got a giveaway going on, so follow us there. Uh, you can catch all of our episodes. Follow the link tree. We'll have we'll be sending out the links of all of our episodes this week there in the link tree. Uh, you can find information about the Spotify playlist there. You can follow other great people uh, like um, Mags, uh, Queen of Ne, uh, Conrad from Everything Pro Wrestling, uh, Josh, obviously from Josh Robinson Network. Um, uh, you know, uh, Big Paws and a Pup, JPQ, Smart to Death. Uh, Mr. Warren Hayes. You can find a lot of our great friends also through Twitter. Uh, but you come to our page first, you know, because uh, <laughs> we're Headlock Talk, and we're gonna we're gonna be doing a lot of crazy cool stuff this week. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, if you are a business and you would like to work with Headlock Talk, like Naturally Hemp's is, hey, hey uh, hit us up 
at headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, it's headlocktalk at gmail.com. And don't forget, before you leave this podcast, go ahead and scroll up on the page, click that subscribe button wherever Boop. you listen to podcasts. Yes, thank you, Stephen. And uh, make sure that you tune in to these next episodes here. It's going to be a hoot. A hoot. A hoot, indeed. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, you have yourselves a great rest of the day. I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt, and right across from me here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Thank you, guys. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Later. Bye. Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com.